Welcome everyone to Upping the Stash. I'm your host, Uppy. Uh, with us tonight, we're going to start with a very special guest, staying up late. He's already into the future. He's into Sunday already. We have Chet Shanahan. Chet, how are you? Welcome back. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm doing well. Very well. Other than yeah, good. Yeah. I got to get up in five hours, but I'm doing well. <laughs> you're, you're doing, you're, you're looking pretty good considering your circumstances. Um, let's see who else is here. We have Chitwood. Chitwood, how are you? I am fan-fucking-tastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. And then uh, Beardo. Beardo, how are you doing tonight? You know, I have a Lockford hot beer brought. I'm drinking some great beer, so I'm fucking-fantastic tonight. Yeah. I woke up today, That's so I'm living the dream. Um, <laughs> it's also a little bit well, weird. We're, rec- we're recording on Saturday when normally we would do Friday, so... Things are a little bit off. Um, mm-hmm. We lost two participants along the way. Uh, Stash is with his child. And um, it is Dodger's mom's birthday. So that's kind of why Dodger's not here. So here we are. It's the four of us. And we have a very, very, very special beer special. Um, we got a hold of some Lavery's Brewing, uh, thanks to Chet. And Chet, why don't you uh, queue up the first beer? What do we got first? Uh, we're drinking uh, Mosaic Mango. It's an India Pale Ale. Um, I believe it's a you know it's a seasonal that comes out every year around springtime, summertime. But it it's really good. Yeah, and, and let's see, and it comes in at seven point three percent. 68 views. Yep. Um, what I love about the can, you know, the the label is not a standard label. It's it, it's kind of like the Ohio State flag. It's cut differently than the norm. Um, mm-hmm. But they, knowing that they don't distribute, I'm sure they might distribute into Ohio since you're so close to Ohio. But they definitely don't distribute to us. But they still put the you know California cash region. Cash refund, um, but they won't send it to us. I know because I've asked in the past on tw- uh, Instagram. They said no, we can't do that, and I said, "Well, fuck you." Um, well, that was I didn't rude. say I didn't say that to them. They're they're <laughs> I like them too much. Um, now, so the question: Do we get screwed on that? Because uh, they get five or ten cents. Uh, looks in most other places. We got to be getting screwed on that, right? We are. Yeah, yes, we are sure. because we have. We are because we we have to pay it up front. Like oh, they're assuming I'm going to take like a it deposit. In. It yeah. is. This is it's a deposit. Um, Chad, if you you probably don't know, but the K, the CA cash redemption value is if um, it's like five cents a can. So if I went to go buy a twelve pack of Dr Pepper, I had to pay an additional sixty cents. Because right. they're assuming I'm going to take it in and get sixty cents for it. We are so, a bunch of communists over here. Yeah. Um, so sharing, sharing is caring. We need to do like the Seinfeld episode where they like took like the moving truck full of cans to like Michigan to get the extra five cents. <laughs> 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 and then when we're done, we can finish the trip and head into Erie and see all of our friends. Um, it has a blur, but I see a very small batch of tropical, juicy, fruity IPA with mangoes. 
68 lovely international bitterness units, which Stash, uh, sorry, Chitwood referenced, and a magnificent 16.6 degrees of plateau. I, I can't read Even with my glasses on, I can't see that. I think it's plateau. Okay. Plato. 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 It's capitalized. So what? What? What would that be? Plato. Plato. Definitely. Yeah. Like the philosopher. Oh. That's my guess. Okay. Lavrius is too smart for me. Well, I mean. Hey. Is that hey. Hard? Hey. <laughs> it's not in some cases. <laughs> All right. So um I know I'm a several sips in, and I can tell you my first sip was very different to the current sip. So I think my palate has adjusted to this beer because un- typically when we do a beer special, we try to vet them as much as possible beforehand. And usually if it's something coming from like my area of California. Uh, there's a good chance that myself, uh, Beardo, and Chitwood have had several before, so we know the beer in and out. But we're we're flying blind on this one. Uh, no reference to the local band here in Stanislaus County. Hey, I um, just go want to point something out right underneath where it says Plato on the label. Um, you know, um, Chet Shanahan might have an understanding what this reference is, but. Uh, it's a slant. It, it, is what it reads, but I think it's slant, slanche, uh, or slanche, as how you pronounce it. I guess is uh, a drinking toast in Ireland and Scotland. Um, so slanche. Mm. Yeah, Lavery's a very Irish uh, family. I'm I'm guessing because mm. St. Patty's Day they. They have a whole ta da about it, about uh, Lavery's in general. So, so um, one thing I noticed because I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of mango in general in life, but I think Chet, you're aware because you're one of our best friends and biggest fans. I do let me some. Uh, like a mango cart from uh, Golden Road, or is that what it is, Golden Road? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited when you said you were willing to contribute this one. Um, it's not, a, I think in my head, I thought mango cart, and this is not that at all. But what I appreciate about this one is on that very front end is where you're getting those 68 IBU, IBUs. Yep. It's very, very much IPA. But then it quickly transitions into mango. And the very end of my, at least on my back end of drinking this, is just a sweet mango flavor. And it does it pretty quickly. So very unique as far as anything I've had before. I think you're right there. Um, If we're trying to compare this to, you know, over here, you can't, I don't think you can. Um, But the best way that I could would be to say, um, when we make mango beers out here, we make them for people that don't want to taste the IBUs. Um, it seems the other way around is, uh, you know, taking this as a baseline, they make beer for beer drinkers, not for the mm-hmm. non-beer drinkers. Right. Yeah. Well, and this one is actually, I mean, while it is an IPA, it's not like a 
heavy kind of drag you down kind of IPA. It's nice and light and crisp. And that mango really comes in nicely. And uh, it's kind of hard to say because today, like, uh, it, it cooled down here. I'm not sure about you guys in the East Bay adjacent area of California, but it, it cooled down considerably because we might get a storm. But previously, early this week, it was like about 90. And it's going to be 90 again here in about a week. This is like, I'm outside. It's I, I'm sweating. It's so hot as balls, but I can have like two or three of these. Like, well, th- this one can outlast the weather i think yeah and i think that's like when i got it it was the when they first released it was like in march and march here is like highs of 40 so Mm -hmm. it's 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 kind of hard to drink the beer when it's 40 degrees out because it's it just i don't know it's so much easier to drink when it's 70 degrees out versus 40 Mm -hmm just it's right. it's definitely a good summer beer mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i i wish i had to say i mean last weekend um was working pretty hard outside and it was not pleasant this would have been perfect for a week ago um i'm glad i didn't pull a stash and drink it <laughs> we we've had do we've had the next beer before that was supposed to be on the show but Stash got it in the mail and drank it instantly instead of waiting. <laughs> That's a very so, stash move. It is a stash move. I think he would have given it a five. I think we can skip to that already. But I don't no, know. This, this feels a little heavy for him. I don't know that he would give it a five. I bet you he wouldn't. He'd probably give it a four with a gold star. That's what mm. you would do. Or... This is a possibility. He's done this one before where he has said, I don't know where to peg this one because I'm confused by it. <laughs> this might be confusing because this this like three different beers in one just in a swallow. So Right. But I'm I'm digging it. Like I wasn't sure like truth be told, first couple of sips I wasn't too sure about this. But now I'm like almost in love. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, no, I'm really liking it too. But it was, you're right. It's kind of it evolves as you drink it. It gets mm-hmm. mangoier. Is that a word? Mangoier. It is now. Yeah, you definitely get it on the back end for sure. I think you hit it on hit the nail on the head, Uppy. And it's consistent. Every sip is that way too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, I'm probably about a third of the way through already, and I mean. The drinking experience hasn't changed yet, so. Mm-mm. I got Ooh. really excited when they announced that they were releasing it. <laughs> you did. I had it last year. <laughs> I think you even texted me about it. Like, I mean, Chet and I have the most random conversations sometimes, but this was one of them. Like, he, he I know for a fact he's more excited than he's telling. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would be excited about a beer like this coming out of it as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a fair point. See, I'm I, if it's mango, any and it's I'm a sucker for for the mangoes and the coconuts and that that kind of when they brew beer with them. I just think they come out so perfect. So, 
and it's and it's local so that's like one of my big things i try to keep everything local you know what i mean right well it's easy i mean you definitely have a lot of great options within your uh metropolis there in erie um metropolis (laughs) (laughs) what a stretch (laughs) well i think it's at least bigger than the two cities that uh Beardo and Chitwood live in. So you got that going for you. Yep. For sure. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so uh, I'm going to let you start. Ch- Ch- you have the most experience because this is something you're privy to uh, more than one can whenever your friend decides to send it to you. What do you like to eat with this beer? Uh, definitely, like I said, it's a summer beer. So anything that comes off the grill, you know, a hamburger or a hot dog or you know, sausage, whatever, like anything summertime, you know, that makes you think hot weather, it just goes perfect with it. That's a good call. Cause I thought, man, this would have been perfect sausage fest beer. Right. <laughs> we'll have to do without, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I think without having gotten to live that experience, I'm right on board with that. Cause First thing I thought was hot weather, outside grilling. Um, I think this would be awesome with a tri-tip, personally. I'd be down to have this with a tri-tip if the opportunity ever presented itself. Well, I think grilled food is the perfect food for this beer. But I like a good grilled chicken, so I'll go with the nice chicken on this one. I'm going to go a different route. Um I'm going to go a little fish um, or seafood-ish. Um, I'm not going to go raw fish because um, I'm not a raw fish fan, but I think ceviche would be really good with this beer, um, just with some uh, with all the citrusy notes and the, you know, just maybe some shrimp. Um, shrimp ceviche, I think it would taste really good with this beer. Yeah, some, sh- some shrimp ceviche with some hot yeah. sauce. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, to me some, personally, I some tahini on the top too. Yeah, there's no point in having ceviche if it's not spicy. That's my yep. own personal opinion. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it might as well just be pico de gallo. But yep. uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I love all the suggestions, and now I'm hungry. So um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start with Beardo. Beardo, we're gonna rank this zero out of five. Uh, gold stars are allowed tonight because this is a very special beer special so what do you it is so i think i think you guys will remember this but one of my favorite mango beers of all time is the mangalorian by last call um Mm. and it also is an ipa and um i think this one is pretty good but when compared to that one i still prefer the mangalorian but i like this one a lot so I would give this one, we'll give it a 4.0 with a gold star in honor of our friend Stash. So 4.0 with a gold star. I would buy this if I saw it on the shelf for sure. Yep. Uh, Chitty. <laughs> I called his name and then he mutes himself. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would definitely buy this on, on the shelf as well. Um, I... Don't know if you can compare it to the Mangalorian just because that's a milkshake IPA. Uh, that's a little different. 
Um, I think they're both fantastic in their own right. I think I'm going to give this a 425. And because it's an Irish company, I'm going to give it a, a shamrock. Oh, nice. like a, a nice green shamrock. <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to touch on some of the notes that Beardo mentioned where is this my favorite mango beer? No. Um, but it's on a very short list of mango beers I like. But right. of the breweries that produce mango beers I like, this one is my favorite. Um, right, hands down. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with four, and I'm gonna give it three balloons because balloons are fun, and it's like it's a nice thing. So uh, yeah, four three balloons, and I'm gonna let uh, Chet here uh, round it out with his ranking. Uh, I definitely give it a four point five uh, with the gold star for sure. Um, I haven't had really a bad beer from them. So when they came out with the, the mango, I didn't have low expectations by any means. So like I said, I, I like that summery feel in the beers anyway. I prefer them, like the citrusy and this and that. So this is by far one of the top beers that I've ever drank. Nice. Um, right. They have a good selection. Um, personally, I've, I, I have been there once. I went with, uh, the 88 mil guys once after we recorded, uh, the Thanksgiving podcast that they did back in 2019. Cause it was pre pandemic, but not too far off. Um, Myself and Brett and Liberty went down to Lavery's after we recorded, and it was still kind of questionably early. <laughs> so, and I tried getting myself to drink anything other than Dulacon when I was there, um, but I had trouble not drinking Dulacon because it was delicious and uh, it's very good. It was it was, it was like a dollar off. Uh, it was a special beer for November, so um, yeah. So we will not call that foreshadowing. But with that said, we were going to take a brief break and we're going to come back with our second beer. So stay tuned. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Hope everyone enjoyed that brief break. And before we get into the second beer, we're going to play a little bit of story time with Chitwood. So Chitwood, unmute yourself and take us away. Yeah, for Dude, this story I love time. that segment. I love the title of that story time with Chitwood. Story time with that Chitwood should be a thing. And for story time <laughs> with Chitwood, we are going to pop a new beer um, on on uh, live. Sorry, Epi. Um, but good story, and this happened last night. So context. Um, I was at a work function. Um, supervising uh, an event and it was about 10 10 20 at night and i was actually getting out of work roughly i would say about 45 minutes early so i was pretty jazzed i was pretty stoked i had just texted my wife <clears throat> that i was on my way home uh, and i only live about 15 minutes away so um she's going to be expecting me pretty shortly thereafter well, that would not be the case because I started driving um, after I sent that text and I missed my turnoff that I normally take to go home. Um, and I was just dazing off, a little tired. And 
I live in a pretty small town, a lot of backcountry roads, and most of them lead to the same kind of destination where you're trying to go. Um, so I kind of knew if I took a left somewhere, I'd be able to link back up where I need to go. So I took the immediate next left. Never been down this road before. Never, didn't even know the name of the road. Um, hardly knew the cross street. Um, and before I know it, this road's completely, you know, gone to shit. There's nobody maintaining it really. Um, and it's completely pitch black, no lines on it. You couldn't even tell it's two, uh, two-way street. And there's a bend in the road. I take that bend and I immediately see in front of me, it looks like a dead end because there's a whole bunch of shit in the road. I couldn't really see because it's super dark at night. Um, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to turn back around. Um, so I was like thinking it was going to be a roundabout. Get to the end where I thought was the end. And of course, there's a whole bunch of shit in the road. And I start to see, oh, it looks like there's a fucking like a like an abandoned car all fucking tore up and looked like it was on fire um, or it had been on fire. Um, and I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. This really bum fuck nowhere. Only to look at it a little bit more and realize that this car had just recently flipped over, had its hazard lights on and was spewing uh, radiator fluid and a whole bunch of other uh, stuff from the car. Um, because it just got in an accident. I was like, holy shit. All right. Well, um, let's assess this a little bit more. Um, and I was like thinking, I was like, well, if this just happened, there's nobody around. Oh fuck. There's probably somebody inside that thing. So I look in the, in like the window, I was just trying to kind of assess what was going on. Sure. Shit. There's a fucking person wiggling around inside the car. Now, this car is completely fucked up. I don't even know how anybody could still be wiggling in it because where this person was was completely crunched in. It was it had probably rolled over at least twice. Um, and it looked like this person was pretty pinned. So I was like, oh, fuck, I need to get somebody out here. So I called 911. I was like, hey, uh, there's an accident. Looked at the cross street, whatever. Um, and then I'm in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. So I started losing reception and they kept on calling my ass back. I was like, well, what the fuck? I'm trying to tell you what's going on. Um, of course. And um, I ended up giving them a complete description. And by that time, I start seeing this motherfucker starting to wiggle his way out the back of the car where the back, uh, you know, rear, rear window was smashed out. Like he's a fucking zombie, dude. Like this, this guy literally wiggled from being upside down somehow was either didn't have a seatbelt on or unbuckled or some shit starts wiggling out. And I hear him say, while I'm on with dispatch, hang up the phone. I'm like, nope, nope, that's not the move. Um, I'm going to stay on the phone um, and you're going to stay right there. Um, and this fucking guy finds somehow a miracle the ability to stand up and get out of the car after he had wiggled his ass out the back um, and is all stumbling around, obviously drunk as fuck. Um, his clothes are all torn to shit, uh, had tattoos and shit. I was like, well, okay, this guy's this is a little, getting a little sketchier now the, the more that I'm seeing him. 
And I'm telling dispatch, yeah, it looks like the guy's pretty fucked up. You should send somebody out. And then he starts walking around, coming closer to me. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I was like, dude, sit the fuck down. Otherwise, we're going to have some problems. Uh, So I get back in my car, like kind of slowly, you know, put it in reverse, just kind of like watching what he's going to do. And then he takes his attention off of me. <laughs> climbs over the um, the embankment on the side of the road through an irrigation ditch, swims through an irrigation ditch, gets back up. He just starts fucking walking through in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I told dispatch, I said, hey, this guy is going off in this field. It's a pretty big one. Uh, you're gonna lo- I'm going to lose sight of him. And she's like, whatever, don't worry about it. Just go, you know, get away from him. I was like, All right. So I moved my car a little bit down the road. And two minutes later, 10 cop cars come screaming in, coming probably about 100 miles an hour. Got fire, got ambulance, meds. Um, and they come talk to me and they're like, where's the guy? I was like, he's fucking somewhere out in the field. Like I told dispatch. <laughs> um, and his car is right here, um, obviously. Um, and then I hear one guy come, come out of nowhere. He says, hey, John, you got your drone tonight? I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I got my drone. And then somebody else comes by and says, I got my drone too. And it's got infrared and thermal on it. You want me to get that up too? I'm like, oh shit. They got some Call of Duty shit over here. And before I know it, there's two fucking drones just looking for this guy with fucking infrared out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, and, you know, then they obviously didn't care too much about me after they took my statement. And I wasn't sure if I could leave or not. So I was there for like 25 minutes just chilling. And that's when I called this guy, um, <laughs> Beardo, and gave him the rundown as it was happening. Uh, FaceTimed another one of my buddies because, <laughs> you know, we, we find this shit kind of funny. Um, but all the while, I was like, fuck. This shit was pretty, pretty gnarly. And... Um, you know, I've, I know they eventually found the fucking guy cause they're, you know, you hear hooting and hollering with and then the, the drones had their like little spotlights all in one place. And then they ended up wheeling back with a gurney. Um, but yeah, gnarly shit. Uh, that's story time with Chidwood. That was my night last night. And my wife was pissed that I got home an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you so, tell her you could have died this fucking zombie crawling out of his car could have killed you and the most bizarre shit too and it just so happened i choo- i missed my turn and went down some i could have gone there's two ways i could go left or yeah. straight and i just happened to say you know what fuck it um, yeah at that time of night it would have probably been quicker just to have gone straight yeah, it totally would have been quicker to go straight. And I was just like, you know what? I, I've learned something new. I'm already ahead of schedule. Um, and then this morning, I was kind of like going through my brain. I was like, am I a bad person for not dragging this guy out of the fucking car? I was like, this could have been that time where I, I saved somebody from a car. Uh, but then I saw, you know, how fucked up drunk this guy was. I was like, I'm not sure I care. Like, it would be me, but I don't think I would. I don't think I would have cared as much. <laughs> uh, I think I would have been kind of pissed off if uh, you know. <laughs> I'd have later found out this guy was drunk as fuck. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, 
Um, and then at some point, you know, not to be all sad here, but I did hear them say that they saw a bag of diapers in the back. So I don't know how the story ended. I've been kind of waiting to see um, see the news article come out. I assume will probably come out either next day or the day after from the police record in the newspaper. But I'm hoping no, there was no kids in the in the back with it. But um, but yeah, no, this it was a fucking gnarly way to end the night last night. Um, needless to say, I got home and I had a coconut porter. Um, it was a coconut porter by Maui Brewing Company, I think, last night uh, to wind down. Yes. So, yeah, nothing uh, like Shanahan, after- hands on that coconut porter. Um, I was say, nothing, nothing like coming home after all that to a mediocre island beer. A mediocre <laughs> island beer, you know. I well, I did. Uh, trust me, I did look at the fr- the beer fridge and i saw our specials and i was like those probably would do the trick right now but i'll hold off and i only had one more i only had one more of our uh blackberry sour so i was like mm-hmm. i don't want to drink that so i killed my, i killed my last one yesterday so I've but got yeah, more left. i mean seize the moment man i i part of me was like <laughs> should i have grabbed this guy from the from the wreckage um but you know that's not my job i you know no so, um, and then I realized in hindsight, my car was way too fucking close to that car. If it would have exploded, I probably would have got mine fucking, uh, not blown up, but probably fucked up too. And, um, but it was fucking gnarly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely wild. Yeah. There's only one path forward on this and that's, um, let's talk about some beer. <laughs> Cause <laughs> that is crazy though. Like um, I could have went further into story time. I'm not going to, but that reminded me of a story I'll tell after we stop recording, but uh, I'm just happy you're safe. And you did. I mean, honestly, if you ask me, you did the most you could have been expected to do. Like you called emergency services. Cause what if the car did catch on fire or whatever? Like you don't, you don't know what you don't know. And, Sadly, we have a society where you don't know who people are anymore. So there's only so much you can do, and you at least attempted to help out the best you could. So to me, and I, I and I really have zero zero heart for people that drive drunk. So um, yeah, that's just me. So we love beer on the so Uppy and the Stash podcast, but we do not love people that drink beer and and, and drive a car afterwards. Never uh, drink so and drive. Never, never drink and drive. So, Chet, tell us about this next beer. Uh, it's it's called Dulacon. Uh, it's another lavery brewing uh, beer. It's their staple India pale ale. Uh and I guess I don't know. It's 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 a legit IPA, no doubt. I could drink this as an anytime beer. It's just really good. It, it yeah, it, it's most definitely their staple. This is what they're known for, and. I finally just took my first sip, and I'm watching as Beardo. I think is almost done with his already. I'm halfway um, done. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I did go cook another sausage though to eat with this one. So it it, it took me go. back. Like honestly, that such good memories came flooding back into my mind once I took my first sip. This is an amazing beer. And surprisingly, only five point six percent. Like this one's fairly weak, but it doesn't taste it. Well, to be honest, that's something that I learned from my time, you know, in Germany. Not to say that German and Irish beer are the same, but that that you don't have to have a really high alcohol percentage beer for it to taste good. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes, I think sometimes these breweries try to mask their um, shitty beer um, with a high alcohol percentage just to say you're getting fucked up. So don't fucking complain. Um, I like this beer because it they're letting the beer speak for itself. And, and you know, it, so if it's 5.6%, you're, it's so good that you're going to drink two or three more and you're going to get fucked up anyways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Beardo, what do you think about the beer? So I popped it open a little at the break and I took a sip and my reaction was, holy fuck. <laughs> this is, you know, this is a fantastic beer. And um, I actually am fat. And so I was cooking a sausage and it's not a sausage that I like very much. Um, but when you pair it with this beer, it makes the sausage 10 times better. So this is a fantastic beer. They also make a, a, they just came out with it this year, but it's a double Dulacon. That also is a very, you know, it, it, it's not boozy, which I feel like with, with the doubles, they try, they, they're a little over, alcoholy but it was still really good and well i seem to have a taste for the doubles so i would love to get my hands on a double dulacon um one thing i appreciate i appreciate about this is you know most every brewery has their standard ipa and this is obviously Lavery's, but unlike most other places standard ipa it doesn't taste familiar like, I, I think we've all tried a new IPA from a brewery you never had before and you taste it. And so I was like, oh, I feel like I've kind of had this 20 times before in my life. Um, this doesn't have that. This one's still unique, even though it's the flagship beer for Lavery's. And that's what I appreciate about it. Well, if you're going to have a flagship beer, this is a fantastic one to make your flagship. I mean, this one oh, is yeah. absolutely beautiful. And, and if I'm just if I'm just nitpicking here, the only thing I can really detest is the fact that they're too stuck up to ship it to us. I mean, right? It's okay to leave Pennsylvania. It's okay. Like I, I promise you, it's safe outside. Is of it too stereotypical to say this is a good beer to you know slow cook your corned beef in and then drink it uh, with your corned beef meal later in the day? Uh, because. I think it, it, with the alcohol percentage that obviously it doesn't matter once it's cooked, but um, and the taste, I think it's solid. I think I might use, I might try to get my hands on this uh, next March for my corned beef. I think we needed to go take a show out to uh, Lavery Brewing ourselves. So let's jump on an airplane and go to uh, where is this? Is this in Erie? Yes, sir. All Erie, right, let's jump on a plane and go there. You can Adam, well if nope. if you want if you want you can just hop on the plane. My parents are going to be on it early June. 
I don't want tickets. that. I don't want that. Uppy booked the tickets. Uh, yeah, with all my limited money. <laughs> um, that union money. That you- um yeah i spent it all it's all gone um no uh that wouldn't that be a trip though (laughs) it's literally because for for anyone who wouldn't know uh, we do have some fans who cross over between the two literally idiotville records right next door to lavery's like they record their podcast and then they walk like 20 steps and they go drink beer at Lavery's. Like that, that's what they do. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny if a whole bunch of us fly out from California and record a podcast from that brewery. That, that just, it just makes me laugh to the absurdity that we would do that, but it's, I can see us doing it too. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> but I would also have to, I'd also want to throw in some new trail at the same time. Even though new trail is far away from Erie, but might as well since we're daydreaming here. Well, they're close enough where I can go on a, you know, we can go on a day date. Hmm, Okay. Couple hours. Couple hours. Okay, that's not too bad. I don't know. I had in my head it was like Williamsport or something. And I thought that was much further away because that's. I think it's like four hours away. Oh yeah, but that that's a that's a worthy drive, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, they're the they don't do bad beer either. So, um, yeah. The the way I see it in my head is, you know what, Pennsylvanians deserve something, so why not have great beer with that wonderful two months of summer you get. <laughs> not gonna lie when i looked at when i kind of looked at this beer and i was thinking oh yeah you know this looks like maybe you know one of those you know decibel maybe area like type of places where it's like this big you know thing i just looked it up uh Lavery's and Erie. it is like the like uh it, i wouldn't say necessarily hole in the wall but it's a nice little place to just go drink beer right like um it, it it looks super cozy. It looks like it's the spot for, you know, the locals. And they haven't sold out, even though they have good beer. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chet. It's definitely uh, a hole-in-the-wall kind of thing. I mean, they rent they rent space in an apartment building, basically, with a dentist and a Hungry Howie's. <laughs> I did see so, the I did see the hungry howies, and <laughs> the there's a couple pies on there that look kind of interesting. But what is but a you know, hungry they, howies? It's a pizza place. Oh, oh. But, the, but the, the only the only pizza I recognize out that way is John Wildwood's, and so I, I don't know about the hungry howies, but it's got uh, two and a half see, stars on you. If you're hungry, <laughs> go there. I, I did see that uh, John Wildwood's in Edinburgh is finally opening back up here pretty soon after that fire they had. So good, good for the Edinburgh. I mean, are you strictly Erie 
um, Chet, uh, do you come from another town or are you always Erie? Uh, I, I grew up at, out in the county, um, Green Township, which is, you could spit to the Erie border. Mm. Um, but I, I've, you know, hometown, lived here all my life, just doing what I do. Never, never have any intention on leaving this town. But yeah. Okay. So you, you, I, well, I had to ask cause like, you know, the people I, I know that you know as well, uh, were from other parts, but have that like Edinburgh connection. So I didn't know if I was like, we had that in common, like the John Wildwoods and the copper coin and all that fun shenanigans. But it sounds like you've just been an eerie guy. I will tell you, Green Township seems like it's pretty similar to uh, Knights Ferry, where where I grew up, and where uh, Beardo is somewhat kind of from. But uh, it just sounds like the kind of place that doesn't have any sidewalks. It's got. It doesn't look like it has any streetlights yet, and not as much marijuana as you would hope, given that his name is Green. <laughs> <laughs> It is a one, it does, definitely does look like a one. It's definitely a one, one uh, road town. Maybe not a one horse town, but definitely a one road town, just like Knights Ferry. So that sounds I lovely. Mean, sounds nice. We all just got hooked up to sewer a couple of years ago. You know, got rid of the septic tanks. So, it, you know, there's no shame in that. Like. I know people probably laughed politely to themselves when I write told them it wasn't until I was in sixth grade that cable was even an option for us. Um, Must be nice to be able to afford cable, bro. You could too. You just got to prioritize better. I'm, ta- um, I'm talking about growing up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we most definitely still had the stuff to take though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I hear you. Change is slow sometimes, but it eventually catches up to you. Right. So, food. Oh. Well, I will tell <laughs> we are, you. We are doing a beer special. <laughs> I did pair it. Like I said, I paired this with a, a sausage that I generally don't even like. It's been in my freezer for months because I'm like, mm, I don't know when I'm going to eat it. But. I I pulled it out, threw it in some boiling water, boiled it, and then crisped it up on a frying pan and ate it. Ate the sausage plain and just paired it with a beer, and the beer made it absolutely amazing, absolutely delightful. So um, I would go with a sausage with this beer all day, every day, and it was a standard brat. I'm going to do something different. I don't want any food with this beer. This is the beer I want to have four of them while I'm barbecuing. And then by the time the food is done, I'm drunk as shit. Um, that's what I want this beer for. Mm. And it's going to happen without knowing it because we're going to be hanging out, having a good time, just bullshitting, drinking while watching the meats on the grill. And then you realize maybe a six pack later, you're like, oh shit, I've had six. And I feel a little funny. Uh, maybe I should eat now. So I don't want any food with this beer. I just want to get drunk waiting for food, drinking this beer. That's, that's, I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, where do I go with that one? <laughs> uh, I think it would pair well with something that with uh, like a red sauce. So I, I, I had some meatballs earlier, and I thought, you know, a dulacon would go really good with these too. Um, I think it's just a a beer that can almost pair with anything because it's it's just it's it's that good right you could pair this you could pair this beer with a fucking saltine cracker and it would be fantastic (laughs) i might go do that right now fuck you guys um but yeah no i think i'm gonna who's the bourgeoisie now i mean mr saltine cracker um i think for me um i'm gonna keep it on the on the lockford meat train um or a meat locker. Um, I'm going to go with the Wisconsin bratwurst that they have there. I think it's just such a, it, it's a unique beer uh, for, for me anyways. It's a good one. And it's a, that's a sausage that I, I wouldn't want with, with a whole bunch of other things, but I feel like it would go well with this. Right. Yeah. That Wisconsin sausage is a little different. And so, yeah, I think it would go pretty well. I think you're right. I'm I'm waiting for Chitwood to go get a saltine cracker. So. Yep. <laughs> he may not have any in his house. Go get a Ritz. A Ritz would be fine, too, Chitwood. <laughs> the Ritz might be too fancy because that's like butter-flavored cracker. <laughs> that might be out of his poor teacher salary's um, budget. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I, I do, while I, I did kind of go off the beaten path and saying I'm fine not eating any food with this because I want to get drunk waiting for food. Um, I do want to piggyback off of what Chet said, though, is I could see this going with just about anything, um, which is also another, uh, it's another sign of how well this beer was cracked. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I go so far about the red sauce thing, but that's not nothing against red sauce. Just I've reached that magical age in my life where red sauce tends to give me heartburn a few hours later. So anytime I have anything with red sauce, I know I'm going to pay the price for it later. So I tend to shy away just because heartburn fucking sucks. So I rated the cabinet. Um, there are no ritzes. There are no saltines. So um, yeah. Be that as bread do you have bread i have chicken something and a biscuit a little, oh, you, mute, you muted yourself something a little bit better <laughs> i actually have uh peanut butter filled pretzels oh, and okay. while i don't think this is a, the the pairing fucking just your standard bar nuts to go along with this i think is the pairing i think that's hey. it you just your grab your your bar nuts pre-covid uh, and drink this beer. That's it. Hey, so D's grab your nuts, nuts go with and drink anything. this beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about D's nuts. Yep. Uh, <laughs> no, well, you know the. So here's another beautiful thing. Um, where where Chet lives, it's uh, a, a lot of the bars tend to have their own food, and it seems like every bar has like twenty different flavors of wings. I feel like that's the case. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chet, but. Um, that's one thing I enjoy about drinking out of the bars when I visit Erie. Um, I can see having this on draft with like some nice garlic wings too. Like 
maybe at Otis 12 or something. I don't know. But then again, chicken wings is like my favorite food ever. I, I'd eat them anytime. But do bars over there not tend to have food to go or for to eat on site? Mm-hmm. Um, the new brew pub style we have going on, like, you know, a Blaker or uh dying breed or grains of virtue. Um, they have like, they rotate in food trucks. Yeah. But, but they don't have their own kitchens. Like your, your regular bars don't have their own kitchens. So <clears throat> it's not a thing. That just sounds so foreign to me. I don't even understand it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I I like the idea of you know I, of a beer of a bar having a, a house kitchen. I'm not so sure it needs to be that crazy though. Um, I don't need 20 different flavors. To be honest, um, hey, you never know what kind of mood you're in. Yeah, but I, when I see a whole bunch really of, when I see a whole bunch of different options at a at a primarily a bar or a brew house. They're not focus. They're focused more on their food than their beer. I just give me a couple options, and I'll choose what I want. And right. yeah, I'm there for the beer, um, but I don't need 20 different <laughs> flavors or wings, bro. I just there's only one style of wings too. It's just fucking hot wings, dude. That's garlic. fair, but sometimes sometimes a nice garlic parmesan hits the spot. Very rarely, but stop. not. What the I can fuck? honestly fuck? say the hell I've never here. been in the mood for wings. Wings not sucks. a wings person. Are you a drumstick or a uh, or an actual wing? Like, do you have a preference? I think they're called flats bones. all day. I prefer I prefer flats. flats. Yeah, flats. Flats all flats. day. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the the drumstick is mostly like tendon and mm-hmm. like the whole top is like inedible anyway. So there's yeah, one restaurant here. The way. There's one restaurant here that is noted for their chicken wing flavors like they have so many it's called otis 12 and it's like you can go 30 times and you still wouldn't try the same wing twice it's insane it was on my it was on my to-do list um truth be told when the uppies go to travel or when i go to I, i'm more detail oriented i'm the one who's more likely to be excited like months ahead of time i, I come up with two to-do lists when we travel one is always activities, and the other one's always food. Um, mm. So Otis Twelve was on my food to do list last time we were in Erie, and it didn't happen unfortunately. But um, next time, yeah, when we do the show in Erie, <laughs> we'll hit up Lavery, and then we'll hit up Otis Twelve. Uh, I'd love to try to sell that one on the misses. Hey, you want to go with me to Pennsylvania? I could, get down, a, I could get down to these. These are different. On your taxes. These are different flavors, though, than you would see out here. You wouldn't get these flavors anywhere out here, at a at a at a wing place. Like what? You okay? How about this? Um, one is uh, a sweet chili, honey, garlic, and sriracha called the Frank Sriracha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got. Um, <laughs> A <laughs> you got a butter and garlic crunch. I have no fucking clue what a crunch <laughs> is, but it sounds fantastic. Cajun ranch. Uh, there you go, Cajun ranch, uh, mesquite, cinnamon, and sugar and parm. That sounds fantastic. Not I think sure we call. I think we call crunch. Um, we call it. Um, 
what was it? Um, there's Tapatio. It's not Tapatio. It's um, what's the one with the? Was Cranch like ketchup and ranch? Oh, that might be it. Ew, Cajun gross. and ranch. Is Cajun and ranch? Okay. Yeah. Um, but what is but ketchup? Yeah. Paprika. Cajun. Yeah, probably. Chili powder. Yeah, they, they got they got different flavors. I, I'd be open to that. PB and J wings. You kidding me, bro? I heard they were phenomenal. I've heard multiple multiple people say they were PB jamming. Not your mom's PB and J and sweet chili grape drizzles with an Indian peanut sate sauce. Okay, that sounds lovely. <laughs> when said like that, I would eat shit out of that. <laughs> their burger, their burgers are really good too. So it's not just the wing place. Aww. They just so we have to like. So what you're saying is like you could be in the area for a week, only eat dinner there, and have twelve different dinner. Every night. There's different there's dinner one every called night. the Girl Next Door, and there's no there's not even any actual ingredients on it. It just says Goldie Hawn smoking turtle and ugly cousin. That's it. Well, those are other, those are other wing flavors. You're oh, okay, that a, makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Always going to take a chance on that. That's one of those ones I'd be intrigued by, but I hope somebody else would order so I could take one, you know, like share with a friend kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, so and you can I, choose all flats. That's interesting. I don't even know what you're talking about when you say all flats. It doesn't even make sense to me. Okay. My so favorite you, chicken, my favorite chicken is a nugget. So give me a fucking chicken nugget. And so fucking white. Chicken nugget. So white. <laughs> hey, so he, he from said, Oakdale, dude. <laughs> he said his, he did say his favorite birthday dinner was like ground beef and ketchup or something. So I do. That is my favorite brunch food. Yeah. So I mean, that's not surprising. I'm not putting him down. That's not surprising that his favorite part of the chicken would be something that's not actually a part of the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you can add the all flats. I love that you can also order it extra sloppy. Yes, and they also yes. say waiting longer for extra crispy wings. Priceless. Yeah, I'm not waiting for that. But extra saucy is a nice touch, though. All right. So definitely you need to book our tickets. We definitely need to do a show over in Erie. And you will write it all off as a business expense on your taxes and get all of that money back. Can, can I throw in an addendum to that? How about the person who doesn't have a cable bill and good internet? How about you use all the money you're saving from not having those things and you pay for us? Bro, Chitwood, this is on, on you, bro. I make the least out of, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to uh, ask uh, Chet's salary, but I know you're fucked salary and you make <laughs> probably two times as much as I do, so you can afford to pitch in for my ticket. You're paid what you're worth, Chitwood. You're paid what you're worth. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Ouch. I hope I never see it at the bargaining table. Beard <laughs> <laughs> That was harsh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll will never f- see me at the bargaining table for Chitwood because uh, you and I would not be there. No. Chitwood is still speechless. I'm actually being told to come to the bargaining table by myself without my union. They're just going to set up the meeting. Oh, that's weird. Why would they do that? That's weird. 
because they're not experts. Who's telling you that? The union president. Who else? What? That doesn't make sense. Your union president hates you. Well, she's gone after this year, but we're not replacing her with much better. I don't think so. No, oh, so you're gonna be the next? So you're the next president? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <I> have, <laughs> all right. One last chance at beer. <laughs> we have been off beer for a long time, but I did finish uh, my second one. So okay. they were quick tonight. They were good beers. Well, I let you go first. So I'm gonna make Chitwood go first. So Chitwood, you go first. Uh, ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll do a four and a half on this beer. Um, it's a it's a solid beer. I'm also going four and a half because um, I think this is Erie's beer. Erie has lots of beer options, lots of great things going for it, but this is like the one beer that's to me distinct Erie. So, and it's awesome. I don't even want food with it. It's so awesome. I'm going four and a half as well, and I'll kick it over to Chet. Uh, I'd give it a four. Um, maybe I'm a little more spoiled than the rest of you because I get it at any time I want. Um, but it's still yeah. a really good, really good uh, IPA. And, you know, when in doubt, I can always go and pick up a Duolicon and, and enjoy a four-pack of that. He's gloating. He's he's bragging. He is gloating. <laughs> I absolutely I hate Chet now. It was very subtle. It was very subtle, but yeah. Uh, For the listeners at home, the whole time he was saying, oh, I can get whatever I want. Like, whatever. I was flipping him off, just so you know. Um, Yeah. I support that. I support that. Final ranking of the night, Beardo, go for it. Um, Well, I've been incredibly complimentary of this beer all night because I absolutely love it absolutely freaking love it so i'm going to give it a uh, 475 with 10 gold coins stolen from a leprechaun's pot at the end of the rainbow that's how good this beer is so it's a fucking good beer i love it i say you don't cross the 4.5 threshold very often it's very rare yeah um and i I'm very jealous of Chet for being able to get this beer whenever he wants. Super jealous. I would drink this daily. Were you jealous earlier in the show when he mentioned that the other beer came out in March and it was in the 40s? Because I wasn't jealous of him then. (laughs) I think that sounds lovely. I like cold weather. I don't like it hot. (laughs) All right, you can keep your fucking snow. But, uh, <laughs> you know, 40 degrees is nice, but I, I've never had to deal with snow in my life. So that's great. I've driven in snow one time and I hated it. <laughs> okay. Uh, perfect way to end the show. Uh, cause you know, what? I fucking hate snow too. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chet, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for hooking us up. Thank you for staying up late. It's now going on like 2 in the morning. Oh, Jesus. Poor man. Um, Do not text me when your daughters wake you up in like three hours. Um, I won't be awake. (laughs) 
but uh, don't text him. Call him. Multiple how much times. of a hippie must Uppy look like uh, at this point with the Golden Gate Bridge behind him? Uh, I know, obviously like not good for not good Gate. for listeners uh, uh, content, but you know. Man, from right. Chet's perspective, he must look like the you know the most blazing you know Californian you've ever heard of. I, I no, because I think Chet sees me like the way most people out there do. I, I'm kind of still sort of one of their own. So I don't consider you one of our own. With the Golden Gate Bridge as your no. Zoom background, it defaulted. I'm on my phone. <laughs> No, I'm not on my <laughs> I'm not on my laptop like it normally would be because it's all fucking up. So, <laughs> all right, are we gonna make him fun of Uppy now? Can I close? Can I close this? <laughs> we could do this all night. I know we could. <laughs> all, the night's almost over. We could right. do this all morning. Where's the factory? Yeah. Why is the factory sadness not behind you? Um, right. What else? Can usually, you put when, in the background? usually when I would do Zoom on my phone, cause sometimes uh, uh, Stash and I do like Zoom lunches, and I usually have uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry behind me, but um, I don't know how to change that now. That's not worth trying to figure out. But yeah, usually I have the Cleveland Browns behind me when I do this, but that's neither here nor there. Um, again, thank you, Chet. You're awesome. Enjoy the wonderful nap you're about to have. Uh, I guess thank you, Beardo and Chitwood, for showing up. Whatever. Um, yeah, you guess. <laughs> I guess we're drinking my we grace you with our presence. You're welcome for being here. Well, looks like Jesus fucking Christ himself was here. Um, <laughs> I got the beard to prove it. You do. <laughs> you do. Uh, if, yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning <laughs> I'm not even that drunk. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in again this week. Uh, thanks again for Chetwood. Uh, Chetwood. I'm combining the two of you, Chet, uh, for being awesome. Uh, make sure you find us on all social medias. We have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for Uppy and the Stash. You should find us and tell your friends so we can have more than like 10 listeners that'd be awesome so until next week we all wish you a good afternoon a good evening